But, you know, we have a number of unions within COSATU um, just getting straight to it who have asked uh, that President Jacob Zuma not address the Workers' Day rally today. What is the SACP's view on this? So far, we have treated that matter as an internal matter to Kwasatu. As you will remember that we ourselves have been invited to speak at uh, these rallies. In other words, we are guests and we are not in a position to tell our host what to do. We would have taken our own decision had the platform been ours. In, under the circumstances, we cannot because the platform is not our own platform. So we have left that matter to Kwasatu to handle If it was your platform, would you have invited President Zuma to address it? We have taken a decision that it was time for President Jacob Zuma to assist the country by resigning because of the many problematic things that continue and worsen under his leadership. We would have taken a different decision altogether. And it seems as though we've come full circle since um, the Polokwane conference in 2007, um, where once again there seems to be clear division within the alliance. Um, You called for unity before within the ruling party and the tripartite alliance. What has been at the core of these divisions in your diagnosis? Uh, Comrade Zelim Keyes did present what is at the core of this position. But there is a problem which the Alliance and the ANC have got to look at. The manner in which our state is organized. If you look at the economic organization of our state and its relationship to society, that is anchored or is embedded in private enterprise. In other words, when the president or a government leader says we are going to deliver one, two, three, four, that leader is speaking about procuring goods and services from private enterprise and using private enterprise to deliver those services. The capacity of the state has been hollowed out and tenderization is the order of the day. What is happening? With, uh, within our movement is that uh, there is increasingly a fight over control of public resources. If you were to look at the factions that Comrade Mkiza referred to, there are no differences in ideological terms. The differences is who ascends to the leadership positions within our movement, and that is linked with control over public resources used to dispense patronage in the form of appointments in the public service, in the form of allocation of tenders. The Gupta example is a clear example where one family has become very rich by exploiting the connection between the state, procurement, and delivery. Unless we build a democratic developmental state that is capable of executing its mandate, these systemic problems are going to continue. Plus, there are individuals who would go all around tell us about inequality, whereas they are amassing wealth or members of their families are amassing wealth through business connections with corporations that are given tenders from the state. We don't have to wait for the next conference of the ANC to address these problems. We have got to address these problems right now 
which is why we have taken a decision that it was time for President Jacob Zuma to resign. Just again to talk about the problems in the alliance. It cannot be that all of us have fought for our democracy, campaigned for the ANC to win elections, and after all that, one individual, the president or the premier or the mayor, sit somewhere alone and decide what policies will be implemented in government and who will form part of the implementing teams in government. If we are an alliance, we've got to work together in developing policy perspectives and in deciding who will play what responsibility in government. We cannot just be an alliance for the sake of it, for the sake of preventing a split that will harm the ANC. We so, must be an alliance to work together. Given that the SACP, I would think, clearly recognizes where it stands and what its, roles, uh, its role is currently within the alliance, what are you going to do about it? There was talk previously about SACP members are resigning en masse from parliament. That didn't happen. So what are you going to do except for talk the good talk? We have asked our members not to resign because this government does not belong to an individual. It is our government. We have fought for it. We have campaigned for it. They must serve the people and they must serve the people with great example. We don't want our members to be associated with corruption, corporate capture, and the many other things that we are fighting because we will expel them from the party. We will act decisively. This is what we are appealing on the ANC to do. We agree with Comrade Uchi that the alliance is very, very important, but its modus operandi is outdated. It has to be updated to move with the times. We must be seen working together in in policy formulation, in implementation, policy monitoring and evaluation. And at the same time, within the ACCP, there is a discussion, I must confirm this, there is a discussion by our members and by our leaders on the relationship between the SACP and state power and elect. This is a democratic discourse, and we will be taking a decision at our next Congress in July. We will take things from there. For now, we are saying to our alliance partners, you cannot say we are an alliance if you take decisions alone. The alliance has got to be democratic. If it is not democratic, you must know that you are destroying it. So at what point would you say was the alliance at its democratic best? The alliance was at its democratic backs. It has been moving with ebbs and flows. Just after Pulukwan, we worked very well together, formulating them at the 2009 manifesto. There was a high degree of consultation. We tried our best to sort out the problems. Of course, weaknesses remained. But at the present moment, as demonstrated by the recent reshuffle, President Zuma went somewhere, sat alone, decided alone what was going to happen. Our economy was plunged into this crisis of downgrading in which we are. We cannot expect to so we cannot be expected to clap hands on decisions we have not been consulted on. And again, if I were to give another example, we met mid-2013 uh, uh, and agreed that there was a problem with the National Development Plan 
particularly its economic success, is not an answer to the problems we are facing, unemployment, poverty, and inequality. We agreed to set up a task team to address that problem. What happened thereafter is that the ANC continued as if we did not agree that the National Development Plan must change. Three years later, it has not changed. We are told about radical economic transformation, which we agree on. But we are saying unless the National Development Plan is changed and its economic policy thrust is amended, there is no way we are going to achieve a G9 radical economic transformation. What we will be faced with is a radical looting, which all of us must stand up and draw the line and say everything stops here. Just a final question, Mr. Mashilo. So you said earlier that you will be taking decisive action. Uh, in what form? I said that if we, we have called on our members, our constitution is very clear, they must lead with loyalty and example of good leadership, they must not be associated with corrupt things, corporate culture, the things we are fighting against. If they were to be associated with those things, we are a communist party, we will suspend and expel them. We have made a call to the president to resign. The ANC has accepted our request for meeting with them to explain how we arrived at this decision and to explain to the ANC what we expect of the ANC to do. And we will be saying to the ANC, if things continue this way, whoever will win your conference will move forward with a shell of the ANC's former self and not our support as the SACP and surely not the support of many other progressives. You better unite or you are perishing. Well, Mr. Mashilo, thank you so much for that. Uh, That was SACP uh, spokesperson, Mr. Alex Mashilo.